and still want to throttle him. Seeing Robert's natural ability and the way he managed the heavy rig, she felt a twinge of envy. They'd purchased the horses and wagon in Denver, and she'd wondered how he would manage over the steep mountain passes. But there wasn't a rig Robert couldn't handle, or build, for that matter. Saddlery equipment and supplies they'd brought from home weighed down the wagon bed, tools of their father's trade she hadn't been able to part with. No matter how destitute their father's untimely passing had left them, in so many ways. Wagons cluttered the main thoroughfare, but Robert maneuvered his way around them without a hitch. Lengthy hours spent alone with him on the two-week journey from Missouri to Colorado had been made even more so by his repeated sullen sighs, constant reminders of his not wanting to be here, as if she could forget. She held her breath as he cut close corners on two freighters, twice, intentionally, no doubt, judging by the smart tip of his hat to the drivers as he passed. Each driver threw him a dark look, and both were large enough to break Robert in two. Not an easy task with her brother's broad build. Her eyes narrowed. Part of her prayed Robert wouldn't do anything to further provoke the men, while the rest of her wondered if a good thrashing might do him some good. Her own hand at disciplining him had never been a strong one, but then again she hadn't sought the role of mother that God had thrust upon her at such a young age. Please don't let him do here what he did back home. This move was their chance to start over again, and they wouldn't get another one. She couldn't afford for this attempt at a new beginning to fail. She arched her back and stretched the taut muscles in her shoulders and neck, weary from the day's travel from Denver. A surprisingly cool breeze swept down from the snow-drifted mountains, granting reprieve from the afternoon heat. The air here, she took a deep breath and her lungs tingled, tasted like God had breathed it fresh from heaven's storehouse that very morning. Surely this was a sign. Since stepping off the train in Denver, she'd felt a sense of homecoming. It sounded silly, even to her, and she'd be hard-pressed to explain it coming home to a place she'd never been before. Not one usually given to romanticisms, she couldn't help but wonder if perhaps this move to Copper Creek was by God's design after all. Perhaps this was the inheritance he'd been storing up for her, the inheritance her father had failed to provide. Grasping her skirt with one hand, she made for the boardwalk, working to avoid numerous deposits left from animals who had passed that way. People occupying the planked walkway and those milling about the entry to the mercantile nodded when their eyes met hers. She returned their smiles when offered. Maybe she and Robert really could start over here. Maybe Copper Creek could become home, a place where no one knew about their past. Her spirits lightening, she stepped inside the mercantile. She'd meant to purchase a little something for Janie's five-year-old daughter Emma before now, but hadn't. Just a small gift, a token of appreciation for Emma's willingness to share her room, only until McKenna arranged for another place for her and Robert to live. She thought of Emma's drawings tucked safely inside her satchel, sweetly penciled renditions of a cabin and barn that Janie had included with a recent letter. She could hardly wait to meet the little artist. McKenna met an older couple coming down the main aisle of the mercantile and scooted aside to allow them room to pass. 
catching a good-natured wink that the elderly gentleman tossed in her direction, she couldn't miss the attentiveness he showered on the woman beside him. The way he held her steady at the elbow, his other hand cradling the small of her back. The way he anticipated the placement of her feet as she started down the boardwalk stairs. So caring. So gentle. Watching them, McKenna found herself smiling. How long had they been together? What manner of time and experience had fostered such closeness? A closeness so inherently personal, so endearing, it was nearly tangible. The questions nudged at a memory better left buried, and her smile faded. There had been someone special in her life, once, someone she'd thought she might grow old with. But Michael's love of honor and justice ended up taking him away from her. Honor was an attractive thing in a man, until it crowded you out of his heart. Unsettled by the memories, McKenna swallowed against the tightness in her throat and pulled her attention back to the task.